Welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Donovan. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. I I just got back from downstairs. I went to go get coffee and Peepa, every time I'm in the kitchen, it's my job to feed her wet food immediately. Correct. And she is spoiled out of her mind. Mm-hmm. So I got it ready and uh, Mickey jumped up next to Callie and ate wet food too. Sarah, we just integrated him last night and he is like, been here forever. It is amazing. That's fantastic. It's crazy. And we we put him in a separate room last night. Mm -hmm. And, uh uh-oh, Kate just messaged me. I have a present for you. Are you around? I hope it's not a cat. (laughs) <laughs> oh no i'm recording with sarah uh, I can't. Uh, yeah here i'm gonna brag i'm like the cats are going great then she's gonna be like here's another one here look at yay or it's a, it's a baby goat or something oh my god because should i say is it alive i almost <laughs> don't i almost don't want to know so we've been keeping him in a separate room. You're supposed to for at least two weeks. I yeah. can't even get into all the logistics of cat introductions because it's, it is it can so, be a... yeah, you have to be so careful you do. from the medical side of it because mm-hmm. of worms, eyes, ears, whatever. And then just, they're so territorial. And if you introduce them wrong, you're done and yeah, you don't yeah. know if it's going to work. So I haven't been saying I, this is the first time we've said on a podcast, by the way, I have a new cat. Of course. Um, you shouldn't be surprised. This this shouldn't surprise guys, you. Guys, this is like every other episode. Just yes. expect there's going to be a new cat, <laughs> a new animal, somebody. Somebody is new. Yes. Yes. It's just- so this is my third time is a charm, Russian blue. Mm-hmm. Because the first one, Smokey, was... The bad uh, foster. I mean, he wasn't bad, but the foster situation was bad. Right. And he was 21 years old and it didn't work out very well. The owner came forward. The cat died. It just broke my heart. And then my kitten, Moon, who was not mine. (laughs) Right. But Kate found in the neighborhood and those people, that was a rough one. Yeah. Returned her to her owner's if you want to call them that. And then I uh, found a listing while just on Facebook, cat lost or no cat found in Batavia, big old Russian blue. And I was like, if this is not a sign in my face. (laughs) And so I contacted the finder because she was a vet tech, sweet girl, because she had posted it like two or three days ago. She said, I just gave him to Illinois Doberman Rescue Plus. Mm-hmm. great organization because I couldn't keep him and he's such a sweet cat but like yeah I would love for you to have him you should contact them so I contacted them anyway did the whole rigmarole because I went through a rescue one I don't have to worry that I have to return him even though right. no one's come forward to right. say he was lost right because he was a 
huge Russian blue walking around with a full set of balls in Batavia. So I don't know how many kittens that cat has. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. You ever see the trucks, the trucks yeah. where people hang them on the bed? That, that is, that's him. There he is. He's neutered now. Um, yeah. yeah, I adopted him and they did all the vetting. So I, I was just shocked. Like when she came with all the paperwork, she's like, you seem surprised. I was like, because I always have to do this. Like, I am shocked that he is neutered, shots, rabies. Like, this is amazing. Right. So anyway, right. I didn't, we didn't know if it would, would work. So we haven't really been talking about it and treating it like a foster. Cause they also let you like do a trial period for two weeks, which is awesome because you don't well, know if you it'll work. Never know. Yeah. You just never know if it's going to work out and until you know how they are with kids, especially that can be a scary thing. If you know, I mean, your other animals, yes, but a lot of times they'll figure it out, you know, but especially when you have kids, that's, that's a big deal. Well, the dog makes you some play. cats just hate dogs. Yeah. He doesn't like Sadie, (laughs) but he's, he's okay. And then the other cats. Yeah. So we've been doing the scent swapping, the introductions, the pheromones, the switch rooms, the everything. The fellow way. Like, do you have the fellow way plugins? Yes. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And then finally, a couple nights ago, he's been pounding at the door in the middle (laughs) of the night because he's been, I've been keeping him in my office so they can smell under the door, but he needs his own space. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, he like Roscoe style, boom, 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 on the door going. Yeah. There was no more containing him. No. That was it. He's like, let me out of here, motherfuckers. That's what our kittens did. Yeah. I mean, our kittens did the same thing. So we, we same deal. We kept them. And, you know, that's a whole story. Yeah. My cat, Casey, she had only been gone like three weeks. And I am not somebody who is like. I have to have a new cat. I have to, we weren't going to, that wasn't the plan. And then they just kind of, it was just one of those situations. They was just, you know, it was like, they needed a home and I had an opening, you know, it was yeah. like, well, here we go. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So we, That's how we I feel every home. day. I, well, I know, I know you do. Yes. Even when you don't have openings, you make one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We've got an opening here, but that, that they did the same thing though. It's, we had them in their own room and it was the pair of them too, which didn't help. You know, because they were able to just be these just little monsters together. They were like, you know, tag teaming the other cat. So our poor cat Cricket, she, you know, they were sniffing through the door as best they could. But when you've got a pair of kittens that are doing that, that are pounding on the door and taking turns, jumping on the doorknob and everything. I mean, we just, we like woke up one morning and the door was open and they were just, they were out. Yes. Well, I guess, I guess we're done with this there's no there's no you know it's like putting toothpaste back in the tube at that point like that's not you don't really go back after that happens so were they ready probably not cricket was never really pleased about it but she (laughs) she tolerated them bless her heart when they decide it's time yeah he did decide but i just am so surprised and he's so good and he's so pretty he's a house panther He is. He, he, that's exactly what you have. You have yeah. a panther. Yes. yes. Now, okay. What is his name? Because this has been. Is this? Is there a decision? Because Highly contentious. So we were just going with the rescue name because we argued about it for a full week. Oh. Yeah, Mickey. Which we're which calling is Mickey. Yes. You, the original girl who found him, was calling him Ricky. I asked her, and so then the rescue called him Mickey. Because that's something you do in rescue too. We do it with horses. You slightly change the just enough. Yeah, yeah. give them so they recognize it, but give them a new start. And right. we want we had ten names. I mean, gray cat names are 
awesome. And we called him. They're also super common. Yes. I mean, how, oh, ma- yeah. how many great, you know, smoky that's, as you already met one, uh, like that's top of the list always. Yeah. And that's still what Scott's calling him, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to, the kids wanted thunder. Then they wanted, oh. cause he's a big guy. What yeah. were we calling him? Oh, OP, like the initials OP overpowered. And I said, oh. I like, yeah, I like Opie. Like, I'll call him Opie. They're like, no, it's Opie. You even said Opie to me. I liked Opie. Yeah. Although he's big for an Opie. He Opie is. is. And he's you know? not like, I don't know. He's just got more to him. But when you look at him, he is like a cartoon cat. And then I talked to Christina the Medium. Love oh, her. Okay. She's done our show. And yes. she said, he just keeps showing me the Cheshire Cats. Yeah. Those big eyes. And if you look up the original Cheshire Cat, like I did, I like mm-hmm. the Wikipedia of it. It's a big, gray, dark it's cat gray. with glow. Yes. And his name is like Chasser, which I wish it was a cuter name because I tried that and it didn't stick. She goes, he hits me as a type of guy. He like he likes this. He likes this. As long as you don't call him late for dinner, he doesn't care what you call him. Like, he's fine. <laughs> Mickey it is. Yeah. And so we're just like calling it. him Mickey. It's great. Mickey and Mickey is one of those names obvious there's the obvious Disney correlation, yes, sure. Yes. That's you know very sweet and all of that, but Mickey is also like a it could be like a hard ass gangster name too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we'll call in Mickey, he'll yes. fuck you up if you really need him to, you know. <laughs> Chicago got, yeah, Irish. He's got a pack of cigarettes call, in his forearm. Yeah, hey, you doing? Call Mickey. Exactly. Exactly. That's there's some good big big cat energy yes. there in the name Mickey. I like that. I can't wait to meet him in person. I've seen his pictures and he's very yeah. pretty. So do you hear my children screaming? By no, the way? I don't. Oh, good. Okay. Because oh. I sure do. <laughs> so good. Long as you can't, then the rest of the world can't either. That's fine. Uh, she's still, the baby is still very much in the, they actually, she moved to the toddler room last week. She's been in the infant room at daycare and she's officially moving. Oh, wow. She, she started in the infant room all week long and then they had her visit the toddler room just as a like introductory sort of transition. And then the idea was depending on how well she did, they would bring her back if she like really wanted to go back to the old room. She could not have given less of a shit. She was like, yep, what do I do now? And she just yeah. threw herself in all about the toddler room but it's apropos that they read the story i think it's like called mouths are not for screaming or something like that i'm like there's a story called that Uh, apparently or it's something there's have you ever heard of hands are not for hitting that's a that's a story and there's other that i have to go find the name of this and i need 12 copies i need one in every room of the house because we just need just And who knows why it could be, Hey, Penelope, do you want a banana? Doesn't matter. That's, that's the response right now to anything. That's the, that's the default response is screaming. So I'd like to get a refund on this toddler, please. And thank you because you hope it's a phase. I mean, wouldn't it be funny if she was 30 and she's still talking at that level? (laughs) Yeah. Everything is like that. You get her on Zoom for a work meeting and she's like, I don't want to be here. Anyway, there. sorry. That was a bit, that was my, that was my little distraction just now. So my little ADHD brain, I'm focusing on you now. Hi. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I'm here. I promise. So I what promise. other catch up? So we did skip a week when you're hearing this. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll surprise myself and put this out immediately. I doubt it, but that would be, something. I've just been busy with work. Everyone wants a resume when spring comes. It's like spring cleaning, which I respect and understand. And I appreciate the business, yeah. but it's just been a little busy. Sure. And then I did a garage sale. Stupid. 
Christ, how does it stupid. go? Because it was it was hailing yeah. for some oh, of yeah. it. First day, fine. <laughs> Weather, second day. It's a community-wide. So I do recommend doing community-wide if you have to do a stupid garage sale because everyone's already out and you're a part of the, you know, they give you signs. It just makes it a little easier. But people that go to garage sales are hilarious. Although I did meet two listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Dana. Dana and Dana. And you know, Dana, you know, every, everybody I meet that listens to the podcast is like, oh, I did theater with Sarah, or I went to school with Sarah, or I was a pub with Sarah. I'm like, okay, did Sarah go to 18 schools? I promise. I promise I didn't. That's just, it's just funny that we all ended up in the same suburbs. That's hilarious to me. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. So the garage sale was just interesting. My favorite type of people though, if you've never done a garage sale, you get the collectors. Oh yes. I mean, I could do a stand-up bit on the collectors. They come up uncomfortably close to you. Like they want to tell you a secret. They're not even looking at what you have out. Sometimes they'll pretend, but then they come up just real close and they go, okay, I'm a collector. I am looking for, or do you have the following? Postage stamps, ammunition, pocket knives, Boy Scout uniforms, train parts, jewelry, like the weirdest shit. And you're like, do you see the kids stuff? Right. Do you see I have nothing but Fisher Price is in my driveway? Like, wow. But I guess they have more luck when they ask people directly. Well, I get it. But still weird. Don't have any ammunition in the house. Sorry. There are people that, I mean, like that. Now, I have not held one myself, but that is absolutely a thing. I didn't know it was as as intense as that. That's impressive. (laughs) That's impressive. But, like, uh, we should ask what Pam Turlow does. Now, Pam Turlow, who we've had on the show a couple times, she is very much a yard sale aficionado. She loves going to yard sales once the weather kind of turns. And she's always looking for, like, cool mid-century stuff, cool stuff that... She likes estate sales and stuff like that, where you're going to be more apt to find things like that. But sometimes the yard sales, she'll just go out, you know, on Fridays or whatever. And she knows that there's an area where it's happening and she'll go and hit it. So I'm curious what her technique is. That's, we should ask her about that. We should. uh, That's interesting. It's like a whole subculture. Exactly. It's a whole (laughs) subculture. And I I find it fascinating. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would be apt to ask for ammunition in a driveway of Fisher Price toys. No, I mean, does it fit? No. no. Yeah. I'm like, Nerf the room. Gun? did you say Nerf guns? We, yeah. no, we're, we're keeping we those. 3,000 of those bullets, though, if you want to take 10 or so. I could probably fish them out of my flower bed right now. Yeah, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> this is Midwestern midlife. Do you know this how boring is... we are? Garage sales, cat acclimation, well, allergies. Children screaming. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Nothing. This is who we are. Accept it. That's right. You know what? They wouldn't be listening if they didn't. So. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Because we're about to party like it's Beltane. I wish you could see Sarah dancing every time I announce the title. She's usually dancing. (laughs) That's the coffee dance. It's one of my favorites. The coffee dances. Oh, it's important. I should say this is coffee doubled up with my new ADHD medication, which I just started this week. What, you put it in the coffee? No, but it's okay. all like, you know, to get your focus together. So they're working in tandem right now. And it's kind I of a see. weird sensation. I got to say, it's uh, it's going to take a little while to get used to this, but I, I can do like a cup a day, but I probably shouldn't have days where I'm finishing the pot. 
you know, right now, at least while I'm trying to sort of figure out how this is going to impact me. But yeah, the idea is that it should, it should help me start kind of focusing and maybe shut out some of that incessant noise that goes on in my head, Uh you know, maybe, maybe so I can actually do things like focus on a task and finish it, finish my laundry. (laughs) That's the big, that's been my biggest thing. I just want to finish my laundry. And and, good luck because laundry is endless. Christ, is it ever. Sucks. God, I hate it. I hate it. It's wearing clothes kids and their clothes <laughs> god you got to wear them every day i mean oh i guess the baby can just walk in a diaper right now which is nice but once she starts having to be in public they frown on that okay people people just opened the door oh oh and mickey i was just gonna say are you sure it wasn't mickey you want to see him mm-hmm. oh those oh, two are gonna oh, be oh, trouble oh. together it's your podcast debut <gasps> look at him oh he handsome he does look like the cheshire cat kate's here would you like to see her too yeah have to course. party like it's beltane we'll just party like it's my house hold on okay my goodness you guys it's a fucking zoo over there i swear it's amazing it's great but it, it is wild and i can tell already that that pepper aka peepa and Mickey, um, they are gonna fuck shit up together, and I love it. I am okay. so sorry for leaving you. Was was it Kate? All right, gentle listeners. Here's the deal. So I think we know by now that Stephanie is obsessed. It's got the thermos. <laughs> She's obsessed. Has been since 1987 or whatever year with the new kids. 1989. On the block. My sister brought home "Hang It Tough" the cassette. There it is. And our friend and listener, Kate, brought her a new Kids on the Block lunchbox. Thermos lunchbox with the price tag from Kmart, $4.96. Has the registration for the nameplate inside? I'm going to send it in, please. You need to. You need to. With a self-addressed stamped envelope. It is an orange new Kids. We'll post it on MGM the pod with the thermos inside. Unbelievable! Because she went to an estate sale. How? Because I said, she I went to where we were see? just talking about this. Yes, isn't that see how the universe provides sometimes? Yeah, yep. That's yeah. wild. That is a that's a gift worth interrupting for. Oh my god! I, I mean, for you, I'm happy for you. I'm I, excited for. I'm you. shocked. People have found stuff and given it to me. My friend Sarah gave me a new kids on the block puzzle, just hilarious. And then this, I mean, unused. This, I, I told her. I said I didn't. Never even had one back in the day. Like my dreams have finally been realized at age 42. Yep. Yep. Look at this. It's time. That's fantastic. I'm going to go into Wahlburgers, put it on the table. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just, excited for you. I'm blown away. That's fantastic. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate. Oh my God. That's and awesome. She's like, yeah, no, I wasn't going to bring you the cat. I was like, well, I really thought. Well, you listen, <laughs> one never knows. You never It's know. just... Oh my god, I can hardly breathe. <laughs> so we decided that we were gonna party like it's Beltane because here's one festival I didn't really know too much about. I didn't either. But it's cool. Now we mentioned Samhain mm-hmm. when we were doing the October type ponty yes. stuff, right? Uh-huh. We didn't do a specific episode on it, but there's no good holidays right now. No, right? there's nothing. 
You know, and I thought about that because like Target always does a thing where like they'll release like their holiday section okay. at Target, you know, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter. It's like bam, 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 all this stuff. And then it's like crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Just empty like rows. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, you know, lighter fluid for the grill, yeah. I guess, because that weather's coming. You know, it's like that. But as far as like the cool let's have a reason to celebrate kind of thing yeah. just kind of goes away at this time of year. Well, it doesn't have to let's do Beltane because doesn't it sounds to. fun. It does sound fun. So Beltane fire festival. This is from Beltane.org. This yes. is a living dynamic reinterpretation and modernization of an ancient iron age Celtic ritual. It yes. was resurrected as practice in 1988, probably when this lunchbox was brought up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and has become a central focus for our community, bringing many people together to acknowledge and revel in the birth of the summer and the fertility of the land. So that's the purpose of it. So the word Beltane roughly translates as bright fire. And as such, one of the most important rituals which survives today in our modern festival concerns the lighting of the Beltane bonfire. Mm. fire is a purifier and healer and would have been walked around and danced jumped over by members of the community farmers would have driven their cattle between bonfires to cleanse and protect them before putting them into the fields Mm -hmm. in ancient communities all hearth fires would have been extinguished and a new fire lit which would have been used to relight people's hearths in their own homes so take one flame and pass it around sure in this way, the community was connected to each other by the sacred fire, which was central to all. The festival would have been a time of courtship rituals and celebration of fertility. So what, hold on, do, you, do they just light fire and fuck? Yeah. Sounds like that. Yeah, Duh. basically. <laughs> but instead of on like a bearskin rug for winter, you're like surrounded by flowers and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, doing it on a, on a meadow. Isn't that lovely? It's about casting off the darkness and celebrating the light. Celebrating fertility, both in the context of our biological functions, as well as our own creative energies and the fertility of our creative community. So that's what it is. And then Boston Public Library has the origins and practices. You want to summarize that for us? Yeah, sure. So we've already mentioned the bonfires. It's often commemorated with bonfires. There's also the maypole. I love a maypole. You're familiar with the maypole. Yes. Dancing and performing fertility rituals, as we've mentioned. Beltane being the Celtic word, meaning the fires of Bel. Bel likely referred to the Celtic sun god, Belenus? I think so. Belenus? Yes. The Celts used to light two bonfires because they believed it would purify themselves as well as increase their fertility. They would pass the cattle between the two fires with the belief that it would purify the cattle and ensure the fertility of the herd. Very important, right? If you're a farmer, you have to you have to be able to have a good solid line of your cattle and have new babies every year. Although that is not a ritual that's practiced now. Modern pagans will still light bonfires and practice the fertility rituals on this day. One way to celebrate is with the maypole that we mentioned. So in this custom, if you're not familiar with it, a pole is placed in a field with ribbons attached. Each person, it's usually women and girls, they'll grab a hold of their own ribbon. And as they go around the pole, the ribbons weave into a specific pattern. And this is one of the more common fertility rituals that might take place on this day. Celebrators also might weave flowers into their hair or create a floral wreath to wear upon their head as a celebration of spring. 
Some pagans light a bonfire and dance around or even over it, which is another common fertility ritual for the day. And lastly, some people will prepare May baskets and fill them with flowers and goodwill. They'll give the baskets to someone in need of care, such as an elderly friend or someone recovering from an illness. Nice. It is nice. I love that. Well, I want to be a modern day, what they call us? Modern day pagan? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we are. Outdoorapothecary.com gave us ways to celebrate Beltane to honor nature's energy. And this is fun because this is stuff we all can do. Yes. The Celts weren't the only cultures that knew how to celebrate Beltane. There were other earth-based cultures that had spring festivals and celebration to mark the great time of fertility for Mother Earth. So no matter which earth-based culture was celebrating, they all had one thing in common. They saw this fertile time as an incredibly joyful, festive time for coming together to celebrate life. Mm -hmm. So you can too. The earth is bursting with fertile energy, and it's a powerful time to acknowledge and celebrate the fertility inherent in all life and to celebrate the pleasures in being alive. Okay. So seasonal celebration. Here's a few of the symbols and rituals, the special bonfires, which we talked about. The flame, smoke, and ashes were believed to have protective powers. That's why people would leap over them, put the cattle through between. Sure. People would put out all their household fires and relight them from the Beltane bonfire, which we mentioned. I love that. Beltane festival celebrations would be accompanied by feasts of food and drink. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Food offerings from the feasts would be made to the fairies or elves in Celtic cultures. So make your fairy offerings. That's right. Doors, windows, barns, and livestock would be decorated with yellow May flowers. In parts of Ireland, people would make a may bush, typically a thorn bush or branch decorated with flowers, ribbons, bright shells, and rush lights. Holy wells were also visited, while Beltane dew was thought to bring beauty and maintain youthfulness. I'm going to give that a try. Adorn yourself with a hair wreath or garland made from flowers and plants that bring you joy. This symbolizes your connection with the earth and your own inner power, sexuality, and abundance. Yes. Yes. It's not just humans that are doing it, right? The animals are all doing it. They're all out there celebrating. So why why shouldn't we? We're all working in harmony, guys. That's all what this is about. So how to celebrate Beltane today. How do you celebrate Beltane in today's modern world? If you're feeling called to celebrate Beltane but aren't sure where to start, look no further. You know what? If it's a reason for a party, let's do it. I agree. It's a time for new beginnings and it's a time for rebirth. So just a few ways to do it. I like this, although I don't know where I would do it without it being absolutely destroyed in my house. Your mantle. My mantle. Yeah, I could do it on my mantle, probably. The cats have learned to kind of stay away from it. But you can set up an altar. You set up a Beltane altar and fill it with the symbols of the special season. So think springtime, lots of greenery, things that represent fertility, rebirth, awakening. Flowers, candles, colors, symbols, spring colors, floral scents. Green is especially perfect for this time as it represents growth and renewal. Red symbolizes the fire and passion. Gold symbolizes the sun. So all of those colors are good for Beltane. And of course, the maypole uh, being that common symbol uh, for Beltane, you can even just draw it on your altar cloth. Some people have like, you know, cloths that they lay everything out on. You can also create your own mini replica of, of your maypole if you wanted to. 
if you want a project. Bring flowers in from outside. Yeah. And weave them all together into something or something. That's kind of fun. Another thing you can do is my favorite, have a bonfire. Have a bonfire. It's getting to be that time. It is. For centuries, people have gathered together to celebrate the Festival of Fire. What better way to celebrate than with a beautiful nighttime flame? You can also create a fun and festive atmosphere with your own bonfire. The first step is to find a safe place. Okay. (laughs) A lot of people have outdoor fire pits. A lot of people have a pit, yeah, nowadays. But yes, don't just go off into the forest preserve somewhere and do this. Please make sure you're doing it. Yes. (laughs) In in an appropriate place. You can gather wood and kindling. There's a lot after all of these crazy storms (laughs) that you can definitely gather to get your fire started. Yes. And you can roast marshmallows, cook hot dogs, talk and drink wine. That's what we do over a bonfire. My favorite. Absolutely. Gathering flowers is, is a big, important part of Beltane. The blossoms of spring have begun to fill the world with their scent. So decorate your home with them. They mention here specifically Hawthorne roses or rowan fill your ritual space with fragrant blossoms use them as crowns or garland for yourself and others who are part of your celebration and give thanks to mother nature for her blessings mm-hmm. wear a flower crown or garland wear your favorite flowers and plants in a garland or wreath in your hair this symbolizes your connection with nature and your own inner power dress in green it's a time to celebrate the renewal of life and the coming fertility of summer. So the color green symbolizes growth and birth. Therefore, we wear green with the intention of bringing growth and fertility into our lives. Been getting more green lately. Have you? Yeah, I don't know. Green suits you. I like you and green. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I always think of like emeralds and like May and the my birthstone, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I always kind of like that dark green. Yeah. Perform a goddess ritual. Sarah, here you go. One way to celebrate Beltane is to perform a goddess ritual. As you may have guessed, this ritual is focused on drawing in the powers of female energy. You begin by performing a quick meditation. Light a candle, sit quietly with your eyes closed, imagine your body filling up with light, then imagine that light spreading out until it encompasses your entire space. While you're meditating, think about the things in your life that bring you joy and about the people who are important to you. When finished, write down affirmations for your life in the coming season and then burn it as an offering. I really like that. It's a nice little simple thing. Yeah, it's very simple. And it's, um, but that's powerful. Make your own maypole. Like we mentioned earlier, you can craft your own small maypole using found wood, colorful ribbons, topped with a quartz point if you have one or other some other beautiful gem from your collection place that on your altar i say we give that as a job to the kids today go out find a branch find a branch here's some make a maple go (laughs) prepare a may basket in days past as april rolled to an end people would gather flowers and goodies to put in may baskets to hang on the doors of friends neighbors and loved ones on may 1st i love that And then prepare a Beltane feast. When people wonder how to celebrate Beltane, one of the easiest things to do is cook a meal. Celebrating Beltane with a feast for family or friends is a wonderful way to honor this special time of year. And how nice is that, too? We were just talking about how, you know, the holidays, there aren't any good holidays, really, up to this point. So why not? Why not have your friends and family over? And if they're not 
woo like we are, they don't even have to, you know, it doesn't have to be woo for them. I mean, you know what it's for, but invite your family and your friends over and just have, have a, have a gathering and maybe end the, end the dinner with a bonfire, bring it all together. Right. Now the Beltane feast, I think this is really cool. Since fire is symbolic, now is the perfect time to clean off your grill, cook over a live flame. Mm -hmm. You can cook your whole feast in this way or just roast marshmallows over your bonfire. But they include three Beltane recipes. We should share them. Bringing back the old recipe box. We should share them. Yes. That's what I want to do. Okay. So I will find, I definitely will link it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So the three recipes that are included from outdoorapothecary.com, lamb's quarters and wild mushroom quiche. I'm not a big lamb person. Yeah, me me neither. (laughs) But wild mushroom quiche, I would do that. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Hot cross buns, a gift for the spring goddess. Now, if any of you bust out a recorder, you're absolutely dead to me. Go on. And then lavender and lemon shortbread. That sounds delightful. So there we go. Yeah. So those three recipes we will include. It looks kind of fun. It does look fun. And this isn't a, a high pressure kind of thing. It's something that that should be easy enough, can be easy enough for you to just kind of enjoy. It's the kind of thing that makes you feel refreshed and renewed and sort of ready for ready for the the warmer weather and what's to come. Yeah. Spring festival, mm-hmm. a little party. Love that idea. I think we should normalize it. I agree. I think we should have Beltane parties every year. Beltane parties. Yep. The Beltane Fire Festival. And you have to bring fire from my bonfire and bring it to your house in the car somehow. Somehow. (laughs) Just keep it lit. I'm sure that's very legal. I'm sure it's fine. Just ride your horse over. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How British of you. Love it. What if we could? What if I? What if I literally? I had a lantern or something. Oh, get an IKEA lantern with right. a candle. Stick it in there. Oh, we could. We could make it work. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Let's do it. I love it. This is I when communities when communities are spread out. You have to you have to get a little creative. So there's Beltane. Do you guys have a Beltane? Has, has who who celebrates out there? Has anybody done? I can think of a few people who probably have done some form of this. You know, most people didn't know what it was when I did put the question on our stories. Oh. I would say most people said, nope, what is that? Oh, there were a couple people who knew. Usually if you're kind of into the the witchy world, yeah. you know about sure. it. Sure, sure. And I knew of it. I didn't know enough about about how to how to do it, you know? Right. How do you do right. Beltane? <laughs> well, but, now we know. But now we know. We are going to party like it's Beltane. I just, do you always hear the party like it's 1999 always, when you hear that? Always. Yes. The curse always, of our graduating always. class. It's fine. That's all that was played. Yeah, always. It introduced every assembly, everything. Yeah. yeah. Because we graduated in the 1900s. Thanks for that, our Stephanie. Kids. Thanks for that. That's, that's nice. When I say something to JR about like, oh, you look like your 80s today. He's like, the 80s. Like they think it is so cool that's like yeah it's hilarious to me so long ago so long ago and i'm finally at an age too where i look at things that the kids are wearing now i'm just calling them the kids because that's what they are (laughs) um and i'm going oh you think that's new okay so i'm old enough now to look at the things they're discovering thinking that it's new to them that's not new skorts are not new 
scorched no. earth new. They're not stop trying don't. to make them new. And please try to make stop trying to make them happen. I didn't like them back then. That's no. just me. Don't but. make stirrup pants happen. Don't oh, mean that. The first pair of stirrup pants I see, I'm cutting them. Nobody I don't care who you needs are. that. Nobody asks Unless for you're it. equestrian, please don't make stirrup pants happen. Ever. Oh God, why Ugh. did you even say that? I've now seen that's in it. the universe. Yeah. Oh God. Although one thing I am bringing back with a vengeance is overalls. Oh, I hey. Overalls. I, yeah, I'll never stop wearing overalls. That's forever and ever. Amen. So I remember a pair of plaid short alls I had like shorts with the overalls. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a green pair from like the gap or something that I wore. It was this like light green and I wore it with like a yellow top. It would have been perfect for Beltane. Do you know what some of the kids are doing as parties now? This is uh, hilarious uh, to me. Some, uh, one of the, na- <laughs> you're like, what? No. I one of the know. neighbor's children went to one, a mall party. Yeah. They go, it's like, like mall madness. They go to like Geneva Commons because no one goes to malls anymore. Because nobody goes to malls. I was literally just having this conversation with Steve two days ago. And they go to a mall party and they like shop and eat. They just literally go hang out at the mall. Yeah, it's like what we did every day of our lives. Yeah. Right. We were just talking about this because like my mall that I went to, Stratford Square Mall was my Mm -hmm. mall. And it was, I think it was new. It was like built in 86 or something like that. So it was like you know, cutting edge kind of stuff. And when we moved, we moved to the area in 1986. So we like all arrived at the same time. And my dad found some, you know, somebody I'm sure sent him these pictures or whatever, but it was like all these pictures from Stratford Square Mall, like in the late eighties and early nineties when it was still new, all the fountains that they had. Oh, always the mall fountains. Yes. My God. But I loved that so much. Just, and like, just seeing those pictures, I could hear everything. It was like, I could, I could just hear the food court and I could hear the, (laughs) you know, the arcade. And like, I can remember where the movie theater was and like all of the, my God, it was such, it was like, it like made me very sad because it still exists, but it is not. Not yeah, and some of them mall. don't. I mean, Charlestown is dead. It is a Charlestown mall. mall where I live. Yes. Yeah, it is. A, and nobody has recreated it into anything. And it's just, if you go in there, it just looks like a huge warehouse of weird shit. And none of the stores are like brands. No, I think they're not brands. I think anymore. Von Maur is the one that's still open. I was just going to ask that if weird? Von Maur is still there. I love Von Maur. And it's perfect for if you need a good dress for like a wedding. There's a big movie theater and that's all in the whole mall. What they need to do is they need to make it into affordable housing. I've been saying that forever. They need to start turning these malls into affordable housing. And then housing. the community flips the fuck out and everyone comes against it. Yeah, no, it is it's crazy. Ridiculous. It's the type ridiculous. of, yes, it's, it's nuts. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> that was our, that was our tangent, our post subject tangent for the day. Yeah, that's Okay. So follow us on Instagram, MDM the Pod, mm-hmm. and TikTok. We'll be there sometimes. And go ahead and comment. Let us know what you're going to be doing for Beltane. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at mdmthepod at gmail.com with any guest ideas or subject inquiries. And we will see you next time. Bye.